Welcome dear listeners, מוריי ורבותיי, we are in פרשת וישב, בעזרת השם, חנוכה is coming soon, and we'll try to understand the connection between this week פרשה to חנוכה, and we'll try to analyze what's going on in this week פרשה, and what's the message that we should take for these days. of ימי החנוכה. פרשת וישב, מוריי ורבותיי, it's very complicated and difficult to understand. As we know till now from the beginning of ספר בראשית, Everything was, we know exactly who is Tzadik, who is Rasha. We had Adam Vechava and the Nachash, the snake. Then Parashat Noach, we know Noach is Tzadik. And the Dora Mabul, the generation of his time was Rishaim. Then... We have Avraham Avinu and Terach, Avraham Avinu and Sdom, Vanshe Sdom Raim Vechataim Lashem Meod. Then we had Yitzchak and Ishmael, the different clear between the Tzadik and the Rasha. Then later on we had Yaakov. And Esav, we had Yaakov and Lavan, we had Shimon and Levi, as opposed to Anshei Shechem and Maaseh Dina. But when we come to this week parasha, parashat Vayeshev, we see a machloket, we see fights, We see jealous, but we don't know, we don't see who is wrong and who is right. All the 12 Shevatim was Shivtei Yat Sadikim, all of them was written on the Choshen when the Kohen Agadol goes and he'll wear the Begadim in the Bet HaMikdash. All the name of all the Shevatim has written there. Uven, Shimon, Levi, everyone. Yosef and the brother, both of them are tzaddikim. Who is Bizoche? His name to be on the Choshen. People pay money that their name should be on shuls, on Batei Midrash. How much a person will pay to put his name on the Choshen? So all of them was great tzaddikim, the hasidim, and the fight. And we cannot understand what's going on. How come there is jealousy? How come there is a machloket? Up to this point, they're selling him, they try to kill him. So we know 
זה אביוסלי איזה מחלוקת, was not regular מחלוקת, between צדיק and רשע, that רשע is going after his תאוות, and יצר הרע, here זה מחלוקת was a different, זה מחלוקת in idea and how to serve הקדוש ברוך הוא, what the path and what the direction, and יוסף הצדיק felt that his, his brothers, are not completely in Avodat Hashem. They're missing some points. They're not medakdeking the mitzvot as we're supposed to. Vayavei Yosef dibatam ra'el aviyem. Yosef start to speak to his father. Tell him, listen, the brother is not in our direction. They're moving. They're doing things that not in the dikduk of the halacha. They're not behaving in the right way. We're supposed to be completely shlemim without any small, even different small things that we're not going on to rights. It's a shame. We cannot leave one halacha out. He was talking to his father, told them, they're not behaving. Just like when Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai went out from, from the Me'ara after 12 years, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, when he went out, he see people working. He couldn't understand how people could work. You have only 80, 90 years to live, 120 How you could spend time of working? How you could spend time of you wasting your life on something that has nothing to do with the next world? He couldn't understand. And whatever he looked, he burned the place. You see, tractor cars burned them. Couldn't see people wasting their life. The Torah was burned himself inside. The Torah was fired by him. You have so much mitzvot to do and you go to work and you're wasting your life to making money? What, you... You're losing your mind? If you... They put you in the... In the treasure of the king, tell you to collect for five minutes. You're going to stop. You're going to say, I want to eat. I want to drink. I need to rest. This life is a five minutes. It's passing very fast. How you could walk? He couldn't understand that people need to live and to be mekadesh the chomer. There is different way in the Torah. He's right, basically, but Lo Alta many people tried this direction but couldn't do it. He couldn't understand. So Hashem told him, go back to the cave. And Yosef Atzadik was the same. And he felt. That the brother is not 
100%. And the brother felt that Yosef trying to put them away from the family, to make them like Yitzchak and Ishmael, Yaakov and Esav, Yosef and his brothers will be the same thing. And they felt like the Sforno says that Yosef is trying to kill them in Ruchniyut, to take them away from the family. And just like there is Din Rodef in physically, there is Din Rodef on Ruchaniyut, and they made it Beidin, and they get a Psak that he is not supposed to stay. And Reuven heard it. Vayishma Reuven Vayatzileu miyadam Vayomer Reuven Lechu venashlichew el achad aborot Let's throw him to certain pit And the Torah telling us what was the Reuven purpose? He wants to come and to take him back to his father. Said the Midrash, Ilu If the Reuven will know that the Torah will praise him so much, he will take him on his shoulder and return to his father. Same thing by Aaron Cohen. When Aaron Cohen saw Moshe Rabbeinu, he was happy in his heart. Said the Torah, the Midrash, if Aaron will know that the Torah will recognize his Simchai, will come out, and will sing, not only in his heart. And by same thing, the Torah, the Midrash says, by Boaz, when he gave root to eat a little bit, of wheat, but it's Kelly. A little bit of wheat he gave her. He will, if he will know that the Torah will praise him for this, he will give her to eat much more. Morai verabotai, what's the mitrash coming to tell us? If you will know. That for sure, Boaz, if he, 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 he was living 400 years, if the, all his life he will think, what I did good in my life, he will never will think that he gave Ruth some food. That's what he did good. That from this coming close and get married and they had Mashiach, he wouldn't think this is the most important thing in his life. But the Torah says, you know, sometimes you don't know what's the benefit of you, Ma'asim, what it's going to cause, where it's going to come, what will be, you don't know. And that's why you not appreciate what you're doing. But if you will know what's come from it, you will do it much more besimcha. Much in happiness. You're going to do it different. 
I'm sure when Boaz come to Shammai, he says, wow, I missed it. I could do it much better. When Reuven will come to Shammai and tell him, you know, you saved yourself. He will say, wow, wow, why I didn't do it in, why I didn't do it completely. I lost. I couldn't do it better. There is a story about the Rav Shach, the Tzadik Livracha, Moray Verabotai, Rosh Yeshivat Ponovich, Gdol Ador, Manhigam Shel Israel, the leader of the Jewish nation, the leader of the leaders. When he was very old, one day he told to his Shamash, come, let's go to Haifa. I want to go there. Rabbi, what do you have to do in Haifa? There is almost no yeshivot. What, what you want to be there? Now is those days wasn't so much yeshivot over there. What you have to do? He says, don't ask a question. They took the car and he drive him to the Haifa. They're coming to Haifa and he asked him go to a certain cemetery. They are going to this, this cemetery and they see a small levaya of certain women, almost no minyan, nine, ten people. The Rav Shach is coming and he's joined the levaya and they're saying Kaddish and then he tells the guy, come on, let's go to the car. But it starts to rain. So his Shamash told him, Rabbi, let's run to the car. He says, no, I want to stay here. I want to get wet. I want to stay by the rain. And I want to think about something. After five minutes of Shach coming into the car, driving back to Bnebrak. This Shamash was amazed, didn't understand what's going on, where you going, who is this lady? What's this small Levaya no Minyan, the Gdol Ador is to be there. What's going on? He's staying in the rain. So he asked the rabbi, what happened? What was so emergency? The Rav Shach told him, you know, when I was young, in Europe, was very poor. The yeshivot was very poor, was no food. Almost you don't eat every day. There's no money. People give once, two times, three times a week. Depends on the situation. There is no food. You only drink hot water. That's it. And the yeshiva is no bed. There is only benches. And if you're young, you don't sleep on the bench. It's only for, you know, people that shiva a few years. You sleep on the, on, the, on the floor. Very cold. No blanket. Nothing. And I was in the yeshiva. And one day, I got a letter from my uncle. He told me, come on. Leave the yeshiva. Come work with me. Gonna make him money. You're gonna live nice. You don't need to suffer. You don't have to be hungry. You don't have to sleep on the floor. You don't have to, to be in the cold. And I saw this letter and I was on the floor in the night 
start to think about this letter from my uncle. And I had a suffix, and I start to think, maybe I will go. I can't stay like this. I can't be here like this anymore. It's too hard to stay like this in the yeshiva. It's very cold. And I had a doubt, maybe I should leave. Maybe he's right. All of, all of a sudden, there was knocking on the door of the yeshiva. There was a certain lady. She came in, she said her husband passed away. And she has a few blankets to give. Very old blanket. Wasn't so nice. With holes. But it's blanket. And the Rav Shach took one. She gave it to him. And it was warm this night. And because this blanket and he was warm, he decided to stay. He said, I'm not going to go to my uncle. It's good here. At least I have a blanket. I'm not freezing. And he stayed in the yeshiva. And he became the ilui of the yeshiva. And he became, after give shiurim, gave classes. Then he became a rosh yeshiva. Then he moved to Israel, he became the Rosh Yeshivat Ponovich. He became the leader of the generation. He became Gdol Ador. He told him, you know, was this lady, this lady that went now to the cemetery, she passed away. I had a karata tov to her. Because, because of her, I'm, today, I'm what I am. If you will leave to work with my uncle, I will not be the, the Torah that I have today. All the Akarata Tov, it's belonged to her. And that's why I stay in the cold, in the rain, to have a feeling what happened 60 years ago. I should have a feeling of this cold that I had this day and I, how much I enjoy from the blanket she gave me. Now, do you think, Morai Verabotai, if this lady will come up to Shamaim, she had she lived eight years. She went, she walked, she grew up with kids, did so much thing in her life. Fight, talking, making money, parnasa, troubles, buses, so many things. She will not even realize this action that she gave a small blanket to some rabbi. But Hashem will told her, do you know that is your schut? All the yeshivot in Eretz Israel, all the Talmidei Chachamim, all the Torah, do you know it's in your schut because you gave him a blanket with holes? Wow, I couldn't believe this. That's what I did all my life? This small action? I didn't even realize it's so important. Yes. She says, wow, if I will notice, I will go, I'm going to buy, buy him blanket with $100. $200 blanket I will buy him. I'm not giving him such, but I didn't know. I thought I'm doing something very small. That's Morai Verabotai. Ilu yada reuven. If reuven will know, 
he will not do it like this. He will do it much better. He will take it on his shoulder and tell his brother, I'm returning him. Because the Torah prays him, the Torah prays you. It's something forever. Person think all his life, who knows what you did, that is will be forever written, that Hashem will consider it as something big. If you do some action, good action, you don't know what's the result. You better should do it with happiness and simcha in the best way. I always say, when you give something, give the best. Don't give the leftover. You know, I have a kolel, I have a shul. People sometimes call me Wants to give. Wants to help. But there is people, they're trying to give. But they couldn't give the best. Rabbi, I have, you know, a couple of ties I don't need. I'm about to throw them. Maybe you want to give it to the guys in the kolel. Very nice. But do you think that's nice to give? You will give it to you, son. You will give it at the present to someone. When you bring something to Akadosh Baruchu, it has to be the best. When you do something, do it in the best. When you buy something for the shul, buy the top of the line. This is for Akadosh Baruchu, not for yourself. For yourself, it doesn't make a difference. If you build your house, you could be cheap, cheap stuff. It doesn't make a difference. But if you want to build better Hashem, try to do the best. Because that's what consider in the eyes of Hashem. If you want to bring something, don't bring broken stuff. Don't give. You know, I have certain, you know, I have a milk in my house. They already expire the date maybe you want it for the shul that's what you give very nice that you thought about us but maybe for a kadosh baruchu is deserve to have a milk with the right date not something almost spoiled morai verabotai Said the Torah, when you give something to Hashem, give the best. You don't know what's come from it. Don't say later, I missed it. I couldn't give much more. I couldn't do much more. You know what this thousand dollar that I gave, what happened? How much Torah coming out from it? How many thousand I spend on my life on nonsense I lost? I gave to people, never returned to me. I should, I should do it from this tzedakot, v'chesed. That's what Reuven says. That's what happened with Boaz and Aaron. All the life, one small action, it will be written forever. 
ופסוק סז, הדודאים נתנו ריח ועל פתחנו כל מגדים. סז זה מדרש, הדודאים נתנו ריח זה ראובן ועל פתחנו כל מגדים אלו נרות החנוכה. הדודאים נתנו ריח is represent פסוק אין שיר השירים which represent ראובן ועל פתחנו כל מגדים עושה את זה מדרש represent חנוכה. And to understand what's the connection between them we have to see the Gemara in Shabbat. The Gemara in Shabbat says that the pit that Yosef was throwing into was full of snakes and scorpions. And not small snakes, big snakes. And the obvious question that everybody asks, that Torah says, The question is, what kind of saving, what kind of atzalah is this if you take a person and throw him to the pitch with snake and scorpion? You, you, you save him? Which kind of save? Why, why Ruven did it? He could die over there in a second. So one of the terutzim is that Reuven couldn't see there is a snake there. Because the Gemara says from the pit of Yosef we learn about Nerot Chanukah that if you put it too high you're not Yotze more than 20 Amot high you're not Yotze because a person cannot see so far and the pit of Yosef are 20 Amot and therefore Reuven couldn't see the snakes. There's another explanation that says that Reuven was saying that Yosef spoke Lashon Arai about us. So let's put him next to snake. If the snake will bite him, it means he deserve it. He spoke Lashon Ara. He's go to the snake, which is the biggest speaking Lashon Ara. The snake is represent Lashon Ara. And if not, so it means he's tzaddik. The third explanation says Yorachayim HaKadosh, that the animal will never touch a person unless it's in order Hashem command the animal to do it. A human being has a bechira chofshit, he could choose, he could do, he could harm you, he could do whatever he wants to you. But animal, it's totally in the hand of Hashem and the animal cannot do anything to a person unless there is a certain command from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's why Ruven decided to put him there and Hashem will protect him. But there is a fourth explanation for He says something very nice. And he will explain to us what's the connection between Reuven to Chanukah. And Rav Yudha Tzadka says, Moray Rabotai, why the Torah called Reuven that he saved because he gave him an idea to put yourself in the pit and when Yehuda says 
let's sold him as a slave to Egypt. Over there the Torah doesn't mention that he saved him. Yehuda says let's sell him, it's not saved, no. The Torah is not look at it as like, you know, he saved him. But when Reuven says let's throw him to the pit with snake and scorpion, that's considered save? What's going on? Why Reuven didn't say the same idea, let's, let's sell them? Why he couldn't think about it? Says Rav Yudha Tzadka, Rabotai, something that he said it, and I could repeat what he says. If you have a choice between two kinds of saving, two kinds of Hatzalot, one of them is to take yourself 17 years old, awesome guy like saying today, and sell him to Egypt. The place was full of znut, avodah zarah. Place full with pritzut tumah. And he only 17. Who knows what will be with him there? Did he will still keep Torah and mitzvot? Maybe he's going to lose it. There is no Jews around. There is no Torah. There is nothing. Only you and Borei Olam. Imagine you take 17, 17 years old boy, give him money, put him in an apartment in 34th Street in Manhattan, no Jews, no shuls, no kosher food, nothing. And see how fast he's going to lose everything. Reuven said to himself, what's better? To send him to Egypt? To put in big danger his spiritual life of Torah and mitzvot most probably will not going to make it or to put him in the pit with scorpion and snake. Says Reuven, the better Hatzalah is to put him in physical danger, not in spiritual danger. Because once you lose the Torah, all your life is not worth anything. By Chanoch it says, "Ve'enenu ki lakachoto Elohim." Hashem says, "Chanoch, you're very difficult. You're going with your friend. You're very easy to catch you to do all kind of thing outside, movies, bars. It's better for you to die early." Ve'enenu. Better for him to die young and not going to make in Averot later on. But he's a Ben Sorer who more, we see the same thing. 
ימות זכאי ואל ימות חייו. It's better for him to die now when he's young with no עבירות than later on when he will be חייו and he will be passing and killing and do זנות and עבודה זרה. And we see it by Yaakov Avinu when they tell him Yaakov עוד יוסף חי והוא מלך במצרים What was the reaction at Yaakov? Yaakov, ויפג ליבו, כי לא האמין להם. He told them, not he didn't believe them, for sure he believed them. But he was scared. Yosef, 17 years old, left in Mitzrayim, he's a king, who knows how he look like? Who knows if he has still the Torah? Who knows he didn't have a ponytail and, and, and tattoos and dogs? Who knows how he looks like? If he's like this, it's better for him to die. I don't need such a boy. When he sees the wagons, then he was happy. Then he got the Shekhinah. Then he came back to himself. What was so special in the wagon? Mosef hinted to them. I'm still Yosef HaTzadik. I'm still holding by the same learning that we left by Egla Arufa. Then he was happy. For sure we have to pray for everyone that is a change will did and will come back to Hashem. But when a person losing the Torah, so what his life is? To continue to enjoy And to make bigger sins and bigger sins. Ruven says it's better to put yourself in the pit, not to send him to Mitzrayim. And that was a semel and sign for the Maccabim in Chanukah. Adudaim natnu reach ze Ruven. Ve'al petachenu kol megadim. The Maccabim by Chanukah. They saw the light. They saw the smell of the Dudaim of the Reuven, of the action of the Reuven, to put him in the pit. And they say, we're going to go to the fight now. We're going to put us in danger of the killing us. We're too small. We're too weak. But once they're trying to take from us the Torah and the mitzvot, we're going to fight. We will die, we will die. But we will die at least like Tzadikim. Not like Greece. Not people that are going to movies, the atraot, going to games, acting like the goyim, losing the Torah. It's better to go to the fight. Even that we are very little amount of people. Even we're weak. But we need to fight. We're not going to stay to pray. By Purim, they tried to take us from this world, we prayed. But when they're coming to take from you the Torah, you don't pray. You go and you fight. And you do an action. Because this is in your hand. And that's what the Maccabim saw from Reuven. Adudaim natnu reach. 
ראובן, give us a big smell how we're supposed to act in your life. ועל פתחנו כל מגדים, מכבים, לפות נרות חנוכה, to remind us that the most important thing in your life, and you should fight for it, and even to put yourself in a danger, physical danger, just to save you, נשמה. That's the light of the נרות חנוכה. And that's the light the coming from the action of Reuven, and that's why the Torah, only Reuven says, only Reuven considers as a saved, because once you put a person in a very dangerous situation of Ruchaniyut, that's not considered saving. Today, everyone talking about the Mashiach, We have to go to Eretz Yisrael. True, very good. For sure, there is mitzvat yeshuv Eretz Yisrael. But since Mashiach is not here yet, unfortunately, we have to do cheshbon. If we go to Israel, where are we going to live? What the chinuch of our kids will be? Where we'll get parnasa? If everything is clear and good, And we could go up, welcome. But if you, maybe, from your experience, I know people that are telling me that they went, to, they went even for two weeks to Israel, they're going down. From some reason, they're skipping Tfilot in Minyan. They're skipping Shiure Torah. From some reason, they're going down, but I don't know why. But that's a mitziut. The person has to think twice. Because to be in Eretz Yisrael and go lower in the Torah, it's not worth it. Actually, it's better to be here. Because when a person is inside the palace of the king and he's not fulfilled the Torah, In an appropriate way, it's much more severe and danger and chutzpah klape shamayim in the front of eyes of Hashem. How you behave like this? If you're in chutz la'aretz, at least you're far away from the palace. It's not nice, but you're not in the palace. Imagine the guy cross a red light in front of the police station W. In Coney Island, you're crossing a red light. Tell me, you, you're nuts. What are you doing? What happened to you? Here, in front of the police? If you do it in Avenue H, okay. Also bad, but you're not chutzpan. But if you're doing that, you're not even realize there is a police there. I don't care about no one. If a person in Eretz Yisrael, in Paltin Shel Melech, in the palace of Hashem, and he's not behaving in the right way, in Yerushalayim, he's skipping tefillot, he's not learning Torah, his kids going down. What Hashem wants? That a person will be Eved Hashem, Mekayem Mitzvot, 
That's the most important thing now till Mashiach will come. And if you think you will go down, it's not your place. Unless you make sure to grow up in Torah in Irat Shamaim, then you could go and you need to go. Should happy. But if you, maybe, maybe you're going to go down. You have to think very, very good. Because in Israel, I'm telling you from experience, I know this country very well. All my life I was there. There is two extremes. There is a tzaddikim, prushim, v'chasidim, kedoshe elyon. There is many yeshivot, the Torah is so big. People, giants, talmidei chachamim, unbelievable. Real Torah, real kedusha. But, but to the opposite side, it's also very, very big. They don't know, unfortunately, they didn't learn. But they're disconnected from Hashem totally. You have nothing. They don't know who is Moshe Rabbeinu. They don't know who is Shema Yisrael. They think Shulchan Aruch is a cookbook. They didn't learn to take away all the Torah. Nothing. And all day long they're speaking against the Torah and mitzvot and ma'asim tovim and make joke from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you have to know it's not one, two, three. You have to think to sit with your rabbi. You have to get idea. Right, Mashiach is coming. Every day is coming. Bechol yom atzapelo. But, you know, the greatest. Maybe you're not going to make it. Ruven says it's better to be in the pit with scorpion and snakes. Because he knew that what Yosef HaTzadik is going to pass and what happened if he was not going to make it? Baruch Hashem! Yosef HaTzadik was be able to stand in the biggest nisyonot. Baruch Hashem, Yosef HaTzadik, Moray Verabotai, when Eshat Potifar came over to him, the Midrash says, there was the biggest test in history, the Samechmem, the Satan, Bichvodo, Ve'atzmo, Itlabesh, was coming in Eshat Potifar. He has direct fight with the Satan. And all the ta'avot, all the desire, the reason the world for arayot, for pritzut, for znut, all this desire, the reason the world coming together to one second to Yosef. And the fight right against the Samechmem. And Yosef was strong. And he was standing this Nisayon. And you know what happened? He probably said to himself, Why, why, why Hashem, are you doing this to me? I was very nice in my father's house. I was learning Torah close to my father, have everything. Wow, what's going on? What's all these tests? Now I'm in the pit, in the, in the jail. And Moray Verabotai, Yosef didn't know that because his action, 
that he was be able to stand against the Samechmem, against the Satan, against all the desire in the world in this moment, the biggest test. He put so much Kedusha in Egypt that the Jewish nation, when they came down to Mitzrayim, 200 years, the Torah is testify that no one had any relationship with the Goy. Could you believe it? The Torah says, Lechanoch mishpachat ha-chanochi, Lefalu mishpachat ha-palui, Every family got A in the beginning of the family name, and Yud in the end. The name of Hashem, that Hashem says, I'm give a testify in this family that is pure. No Goy is involved there. No Goya is involved there. Everything is pure. No Arayot, no Pritzut, nothing. Kedushain Tara, 200 years for millions of people in Egypt. Who kept them? Who protect them? The Kedusha of Yosef HaTzadik, given the strength to stay. Look today, how much Chas V'Shalom Itbolelut. People marry Goyot, Goyot marry Jews. It's only 60, 70 years. Ba'avonotenu Arabim. To be in Egypt so many years, nothing, even not one woman went with a Goy, even not one Goy went with a, with a Jewish girl, nothing. Only because Yosef HaTzadik. Only because his Gedushah. Will they be able to stay strong? So, such a big test. Yosef HaTzadik had a mission. And Hashem surveyed the, like this, that Yehuda will send him down because he had a mission. And we don't know what's our missions. But, the idea is that to stay close to Borei Olam is the most important thing. And if you feel something will take it away from there, you have to fight it. And that's the Nerot Chanukah. Nerot Chanukah represents, Morai Verabotai, that if you feel something disconnect you from Borei Olam, if you feel your phone taking away your Chaniyut, You should fight it. You should tell yourself, I'm not going to lose this battle. And Morai Verabotai, Ruven show us the way. Ruven tell us it's better to be with snakes, but not lose your Torah. So Baruch Hashem, the Maccabim went to fight and got Siata Dishmaya and everyone they go to the war of this war against the Yetzer Ara, Hashem will help him. When you go against your enemy, your worst enemy is the Yetzer Ara, you will win. But go to the war. 
Don't see it. Don't say, okay, whatever will be, will be. I will wake up in the morning, whatever I want. Whatever will be, I will go, I will not go. There is class, not there is class. Tzniut, not tzniut, whatever will be. We'll go to the flow of life. Whatever the, the life will take us, will be there. Torah says, no, go fight. Go to the war. Even you weak. Even the Yetzirah is big. Don't worry. Natata Rabim Beyad Me'atim Hashem gave, Hashem let the Maccabim win even though it was very little. What do you think is seven, eight guys against all army? You think it's it's possible? There is an army of Yetzirah in this generation. And you're very weak. What I could do against everything? They're attacking me from all over. From emails. From texts. From WhatsApp. From this, from that. All over they're attacking me. In the street. Whatever I go, whatever I do. Black Friday. Thanksgiving. This uh, celebration. Everywhere they're attacking. Who am I? I'm very weak. I I, I can't, I can't. It's not. Said HaKadosh Baruch Hu, go to the war. Go fight. Don't worry. Hashem will help you. You're not alone. But Hashem wants you starting to fight. And Be'ezrat Hashem, if you will go and try, you will be zocheh to have connected to Hashem, which is the most important thing in life, to have a good kids. Shalom bayit, beracha, and atzlacha. Shabbat shalom, and happy Hanukkah.